Thanks for tuning in to the Undercut's first episode of Season 3, where we'll be previewing the upcoming 2024 Formula One season. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. We're back for our third season and the 2024 F1 season. This has been talked about a lot, but since we haven't been on yet, I guess we should start with Lewis Hamilton (laughs) saying that he's going to Ferrari, not this year, for I guess a lot of people were confused that it was for this year, but for next season. And we have two Ferrari fans here, so let's hear from you guys. Who'd like to start? God, Mark, Mark and I had a bit of an existential crisis, didn't we, Mark? Like our <laughs> yeah. worlds collided. You know, we had to sort of do some soul searching to work out where we where we stood. I think I've, I've definitely I've, never felt more rocked with news. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've kind of put it to the back of back of my mind. Uh, it's something that I'll deal with later when it when it finally <laughs> happens. You know, it's still it's more a than a year away. Problem, yeah, isn't it? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're with your therapist in a few years. <laughs> maybe lewis will be sitting right next to me who knows but i mean it's a bit when was the last time is this a happened before that a driver is announced before the start of one season who will be driving with a season hence i I can't think of an example of that and and what does that mean yeah i think the only one i can really remember was jack villeneuve replacing damon hill and Mm. I don't know whether that was before the season or like right during the season when we kind of knew he was going to win the title. But I think that's yeah, the only similar yeah. case I can think of. Yeah, Hill Hill was world champion that year with with Williams and then went to Arrows. Arrow, right? yeah, he went to Arrows. So the Arrows car was running around with number one on it. Yeah, at, at the back of the back. <laughs> he had a couple well, of good races in Hungary. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple of good races. I I went to that, one of those races in Silverstone when he drove for Arrows, I think. But yeah, that I don't think that was before the season, was it? But I remember feeling very hard done by for Damon there. For Ham- Lewis, I guess this is Lewis's decision. Lewis is in the driver's seat. He's decided. Um, so good for him. I mean, Mark, what do you think? <laughs> um, I mean, there's a bunch of facets, I guess, of how I come at it. You know, from just a pure. I guess business and that whole aspect. I finally have come to grips with understanding somehow <laughs> the decision. I mean, their stock price did go up like 15 points in the day that this was announced. So I can only imagine there was a little bit of that attached to it. But, um, it, you know, Formula One is, it, it's so emotional for, for us, right? Like it's all emotion driven. And to hear that, Ah, it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. And the amount of text messages and phone calls of people that don't even aren't even fans of the sport. And oh my goodness. So it was definitely a bit of a hurdle to get over. Um, you guys obviously know, you know, never been a fan. If he can conduct himself in a way that's like somewhat palatable i know they're all divas um you know I, i'm willing to 
<laughs> get over <laughs> that. But I absolutely want Charles to destroy him race after race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Alonso's showing that, you know, age is just a number, right? You put, you put the right driver in the right car, you know, he can get, you know, performance out of it you know he's not he's not certainly not aged out and i'm i'm sorry to say he's he's a i think he's an upgrade over carlos uh, yeah. in that seat of course you know, he so, is oh, uh, skill but let's skill. talk about carlos because he's the, yeah. I, but I what about like life. harmony yeah well Mm-mm. you know that like, that's the problem right like we we they're teeing charles up to be that guy and now you bring in so much you bring in so <laughs> much with lewis hamilton it's not like you're bringing in some world champion that's like okay he's slotting in we've got a role for him it's like i don't know oh. i i there you know clearly everybody sees the potential for difficulty with all this right i mean that was probably the first thing i think we you and i had briefly talked about martin there's just like it doesn't make sense on that standpoint anyway yeah, we'll Probably, see. We'll yeah. see how I the, can go all day about this. Yeah. We'll see how the <laughs> how the season plays out and whether it will fade into the background as the championship hots up, or whether it will come to the forefront because there's nothing else to, to to talk about because it's just going right, to yeah. the same script as last year. We'll see. Jason, I'm sure you're just sitting on the sidelines enjoying the 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 craziness. As long as your boy Lando isn't involved, you're like everybody else can go nuts. Just keep it calm. Yeah. Look look forward, right? I mean, it was looking like it was going to be potentially a really boring driver market because Lando got locked up for, what, two or three years? And then Charles got got locked locked up. up But we all thought Lewis had got locked up for two years. Yeah. You know, it's a one plus one and he minus one bit, right? So it's a strange thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll probably be more of the latter of what you said, Martin, that we'll probably see. Not have much to talk about other than Max winning, and so it's just going to hype up the talk on Lewis going to Ferrari. But um, I guess the other biggish news from the break—I don't think—I think this happened after we spoke last. Was Gunther leaving Haas? Um, yeah. What's the guy's yeah. name who's replacing him? Io. I- Io Komatsu. Yeah. He's been with the team for a good while. Um, Maybe more yeah. the technical side. Was he the technical director previously? Um, but he's always yeah, been there so. on the pit wall with Gunter. And uh, so natural air to it. I mean, Gunter, it was the end of his contract. Uh, he wanted to stay by all accounts. I, I hear that he asked for equity <laughs> and Gene said no. And so he said, mm. all right, then after the last season, I can't be bothered anymore. I think I think he was starting to get to him some of the constant losing, and yeah, uh, yeah, you know. And if it's if he's not seeing the desire to invest in him as part of the team as well as the team itself, you know, I, I yeah, think it was probably more Gunter's decision than Gene's. From what I hear, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough it's a tough job, Haas. I mean. Maybe that just you know just talk about that that team. I mean, what what is their f- season going to look like this year? The they were dead last last year. They're not looking that great this year. Uh, yeah, you need a lot of desire and fire to 
keep pushing that team forward. And I, I can't blame Gunter for leaving, but it's definitely sad to see him go. I certainly didn't know too much about him until Drive to Survive, and then he became yeah. a bit of a media darling. He's definitely... No, I mean, he's definitely great. been the, the star of Drive to Survive, yeah. hasn't he? A he's great a, personality to lose. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Netflix don't like the fact that he won't be appearing on next season. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they'll figure out how to get him on camera. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, it's tough to un- understand the purpose of Haas. <laughs> Why? What, what, right? what, what, what's I your reason to exist? Haas? What? What, what's yeah. your goal? I, I agree. What are they, what are they trying to achieve? What's They're their... not feeding drivers to other teams that, yeah, it's tough to understand. Like, what is the direction of that team? Yeah. Why? Why do they? Why are they in Formula One? Two what years is Gene ago, Haas doing. Yeah. They went with the super young like driver lineup two years ago with Schumacher and uh, Mazepin, and that blew up in their face. So then they went with the old hands, and that still hasn't done much for them. They they don't seem to have improved the car that much. So yeah, I mean that yeah. they they came in trying to do it a different way, you know, working with the Lara. On the, to su- supply the chassis and buying as many parts as you can from Ferrari. So almost sort of a pseudo second Ferrari team in a, in a sort of similar to Oro Rosso, whatever we want to call them, V-Car, Visa. Um, yeah. I can't call them RB. And <laughs> uh, R2, the actual RB, Red Bull, right? Um, but under different ownership. And a, a lot of it, that probably worked for Gunter because he was so close to, uh, Mattia Bonotto. So obviously he had a right. long connection there between the two, which is why Haas's main base of operations is actually in Maranello in a, in a, in the Ferrari campus, albeit in a separate building with separate locks and all of that sort of stuff, right? To maintain distance, right? So yeah. they want, they, they're doing it to be more much customer centric as it can be and just kind of concentrate on producing a car. And it worked great when it was working great, but this current iteration, this current um, generation of car, they Delara themselves really just can't get it done. And uh, so I don't know, has going to be back in the pack again. They were very slow in testing over the course of the past few days, but I think yeah. a lot of that was due to the fact that they were really trying to focus their run plan on race pace because, yeah, it's all very good qualifying in seventh and eighth, but then if you lose 10 places during the course of the race because you're just rushing your tires, then that's not going to work. So I think their, their development has been very much trying to get the deck down, and that was you know something they really focused on in, in, the, uh, in the testing this week. Are we gonna? Are we predicting them dead last again? I mean, what did they got? They were they got twelve points last year, f- four points behind Alfa Romeo. It's got to be more of the same, right? Yeah, I think it'll be. Yeah, worse. I think it's gonna be, Yeah, I, I I think it might get worse before it gets better. If Why? indeed it does get better, and you know, Andretti is oh, still all gung ho for for joining, if. The, the losing continues. Maybe Gene Haas just eventually decides. Yeah, he must be just burning cash right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like they're like a holding place for for a year this year at this point until things change up next year. And I mean, if they get if they go get started next year with another similar situation, like 
they just got to leave Formula One at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> sell up Andretti but... and, and go, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, with how, with how much the sport costs now, I mean, yeah. you just, you can't not have a works program behind you to be successful at all. Continue the conversation on pine-sports.com. That's P-I-N-E-sports.com and the Pine Sports Discord, which you can find linked on the website. And join us in a one-of-a-kind fantasy Formula One contest at coopsf1.com. That's C-O-O-P-S-F number one dot com, where you can put your theories to the test. So have we, have we just have a path then? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's them, and I think I also saw that at the end of the end of the season last year, they kind of stopped doing work for this season to try and get out of last place. So they're just already starting from the back foot. So, yeah, I guess that's really us. Not much else to talk about from them. Um, and then on to kick Sauber Stake F one, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the very green and black car. Same drivers as last year. You like the green. I kind of like the green. I. It looks different. Yeah, I think it. It does look different, but I, I think it looks silly. But um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, I, I think you were not on when I was mentioning that. I, I do keep hearing people saying that they've they've seen it on track are giving it high compliments. But also admitting that on camera, it looks, somebody referenced it, it looks like a, you know, like a Forza, somebody that made it on a video yeah. game kind of thing. It looks like one of the default liveries that you can choose in the F1 video game, you know, and you can like kind of <laughs> substitute your own color in, but it's already one. Right. I want the green crazy car and the guy yeah. with the mullet. And that's the green. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah Bottas yeah, is mean, continuing Bottas his uh, Pogan. Is, is that the right word? I don't know what the Australian is. Is that that rude? I don't don't know if I should be saying that out loud, but his his journey into Australianism. But yeah, they're they're just a bit. um, They're they're just there to make up the numbers too. I mean, slight, I guess, better than Haas. That's the bet. That's the 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 positive thing you can say about them. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it's just it's this interim period while they're waiting for Audi, right? Right, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they're just waiting till Audi shows up, which is twenty twenty six. So not even next year, the year after. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two years of this, right? And then wow. and then into and into Audi with the new engine formula. That's when they're coming in properly. So they're already sort of folks, you know, looking to build their F one engine for the new regs in twenty six. Then Well, I yeah, so I hope they have some fun out. I hope they have some fun out there, maybe. Like their their future is assured because of Audi, so they've got two years to try different things, try and make something happen, maybe get a few memorable race weekends. You know. I mean Bottas, how many more years do you think he's got left in him? Is he you know? He's gonna he's gonna have to many. differentiate himself. He's gonna have to differentiate himself this year. Because yeah. otherwise, if he's just kind of running around and it's him and Joe kind of line astern, not really doing much, then his yeah. star will kind of wane, right? Because I mean, like you said earlier, Jason, next year's driver market is going to be pretty hot. There's going to be a lot of movements. Yeah. And when people are evaluating young guys and looking at who's already there, and 
if you have a kind of an anonymous season, sort of like Bottas had last year, if he has another one of those, is he going to yeah. be worth the amount of money that a team's that he's going to demand of a team? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got multiple race victories under his belt, right? He's proven proven driver, but yeah, it's going to be another tough one for for those guys. Yeah, um, and Joe's going to have to kind of prove himself too if he's got any shot of staying in the sport. Um, yeah, I mean, Joe has like, a somewhat of an advantage over Bottas in some regards because you know all the Chinese investment that's behind him. Yeah, so he 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 could end up in a seat somewhere. Right, um, where that would be, who knows? Williams, yeah, you could just switch around, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, but to be fair, though, I mean, he's had some decent performances. I don't think he's sort of out of place. Yeah, he's had some good races, but I, I do want to see him do more this year because if they're racing for a seat in a works Audi team. That's something to try hard for, right? And that's going to be something that's going to be in demand, particularly, you know, if, you know, say, Carlos Science, I don't know what, what he's doing, uh, leaving Ferrari, but this strong family Audi connection. I wouldn't yeah. want to see him go there and try and win anything because, you know, you'd rather see him land in a more competitive car for next year because even in the first year of full Audi, I can't really see it being a competitor, right? It's going to be it's going to be some some years to get through, and it's like is, is Carlos going to go for that? Is it going to be something that would value someone who is like Joe, who's been in the team for a few years and is a safe pair of hands? I don't know. A lot of speculation on that one, but this year for them anyway. Uh, like you said, Martin, bit of a holding pattern. Yeah, 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 and it'll be them and Haas probably fighting for the last two spots on the grid um but moving up one more spot the team that nick will not call rb uh racing bulls v i mean they are <laughs> the worst hype name machine in formula, the worst name in formula one <laughs> but a lot of hype going on right now for them <laughs> everybody's talking about how strong they look i know yeah. you know it's testing it's always hard to put any faith in it but they seem to have some really good momentum going into the beginning of the season um yeah and and danny rick sounds pretty optimistic you know he's he's sort of saying you know we could be on you could be on for some q3 appearances so you know that it's always really tight in the middle and tight at the back and if they can differentiate themselves from hick from pass from alpine and be you know, they could easily be that sixth, ten, nine, eight, seventh. <laughs> yeah. You know, them, they, them and Williams are trying to differentiate themselves from the back three teams this coming yes. year. Yeah. Yeah. There should be races throughout the season where, you know, you know, we're starting to get into the teams that could pop up and make a statement here and there throughout the year if things go the right way. Whereas, like, the first two teams we talked about, it's almost like, you know, things would have to go crazily, you know, in one direction or the other for them to make some type of statement. Yeah. yeah. And you look so, at yeah, the start I, of last I think it's year. exciting. Yeah. And you see, this is the start of last year. How many races did Yuki finish 11th? Mm. Yeah. Right. Where if they were just one 
one place higher. You know, he could have got like four or five points in the first five or six races, which is instantly, you know, when you're fighting in that part of the grid, yeah. just that one place yeah. finishing higher, big difference. Yeah, and see if they can like uh, they they went through a lot of drivers last year as well, didn't they? Obviously, with uh, you know Liam Lawson was in the seat. Uh, who started? Who started there? Devries, Devries started there. I you can't know, even got, remember him. That's how yeah. bad that. <laughs> I think they had at one point they had four different drivers and three points or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, if they can get a bit of stability, maybe move forward. We everybody likes the electric blue. I don't know what kind of that blue that is, but. Yeah. Car yeah. looks yeah. good on track. So the it goes Toro, back to Rosso that Toro Rosso. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Looks way better. It does look better. I saw someone saying, I can't remember who it was. They probably just like went into a closet and saw that they had all this paint left over from before. <laughs> so they're just like, Yeah, we'll just throw that back on the car too. It's a little less spending. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do, what do you think the over under on number of races is for Danny? To move up. <laughs> when you say move up, you mean how long the, did it take Max to replace Sergio? How long wow. did it take Max to move up? Like five? <laughs> hmm. But that was Max dumb. Yeah. Um do you do you think Danny moves up this year? I, I think that was like if, if, if the season played out Max. If Sergio had the same season this year as he did last year, you think he holds that seat the whole year? Well, yeah. at the start of the season last year, you know, Sergio was winning races, so he was mm -hmm. off to a good start. So that will hold him in good stead. I think that was enough just to keep him in the seat all year long. But maybe we're manufacturing, Probably. you know, uh, storyline there a little bit. But yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, like you say, his, he does bring in quite a bit of cash and a lot of, uh, particularly towards the yeah. end of the season with Mexico and Texas and a lot of races where. There's a lot of Latin American support, right? That's good. Yeah. He does have the tail end support. As long as it just like it just like the whole purpose of Danny being there is just like he's not that young. It just seems like okay, like is he going to be Max's second hand or or not? Is really what the feel of this season is for Danny. I think it'll unless he he goes very poorly, it's inevitable that he's going to be up there at least for one season just to give it a go. Yeah. For the money alone, because he's like the most popular driver on the grid. So like they're gonna be making money just by having him in the seat. Yeah, but I, d I don't think that that's gonna be a 2024 season. I think that's gonna be a 2025 season. I think really? Checo will see it through, and then Danny yeah. will move up. And yeah, take uh, something spectacular for Checo the Checo to lose that seat after everything that he's he's done. He's been there two years. You know, Max has done so well with him. There, you know, why, 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 why change it? You know, they're winning everything as it is. Yeah, yeah, they like to stir the pot. Those guys, though. <laughs> I was going to say they, they don't care about any of that. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I think Christian has such a crush on Danny. Honestly, he just thinks he just wants to be best friends with Danny. So <laughs> it's going to happen. Maybe that's where the appropriate inappropriate conversations take place. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On to uh, Williams. They um, turned it around at the end of the season last year. James Vowles seems like 
a really, really smart guy seeing his episode on Drive to Survive. He's kind of strange, but he seems like a genius. But, uh, you know, looking on the way up, Logan Sargent yeah. is back again. Um, yeah, talk talk that. He, you can file him in there, like, why are they in Formula One bucket as well, along <laughs> with Haas and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and whatever Selma. James Val's IQ is, Logan Sargent takes away like at least ten points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Williams were yeah, clearly the best of the worst last yeah. year. Or not clearly. I mean, then he just beat out, out as was AlphaTauri by three points. But they were the they came seventh. Um, you know, way behind Alpine ahead of them. Basically, they're a one one driver team. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Logan Sargent got what he got. He did get a point, I think, at the end or two. I can't remember. He got he got a point in one of the U.S. races. Right, oh, that's right. The last one, yeah. Las Vegas. Vegas, but he got he got a point yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, but you know they're a one driver team with Albon. You know, in Albon they've got a, a great driver, proven quick, gets everything he can out the car. I mean, Williams, you know, historically has been one of the fastest cars in a straight line it just doesn't have the aero for the for the corners but that seems to suit Albon um and and he can squeeze you know a few points out of it here and there um and that, that there seems to be a weird fit right sort of emotionally between Albon and Williams there what they're trying to get out of the sport um so I think I don't think there's many people that dislike Albon at all He's a very likable guy. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. On the circuit, whereas Sergeant, I don't know. He's a little anonymous. Not not a whole lot of personality yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Just don't just just don't be as bad as Latifi and take out other people. Just stay out the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> he did cost them quite a bit of money last year, but That's they're in right. a weird spot. They're you know they finished seventh. No matter what Logan Sargent did, they weren't going to get. Yes. Sixth, Alpine was a hundred points or something ahead of them. So, yeah, yeah. Um, even if Sergeant got as many points as Albon, they wouldn't have closed that gap. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, where, where do they go this year? Right, like they would yeah. have to have an insane season to really take a, a step up. That's what they're. That's what they. Yeah. That's got to be their goal, right? Is not to go back and to to either beat one of those teams to another place or at least close that that big gap. Um, which just means yeah. you know, consistency, which is is basically the it's on Logan, right? If Albon can score twenty five points, why can't Logan? Yeah, you know that's why I'll tell you why. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he drives into the wall as he day. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poor Logan. they they had the the least running, the fewest laps completed in the test. Um, wow. I guess they've got some development that is still not ready for the lift car yet so there's some parts that are a little undeveloped underdeveloped rather and uh Typical so they'll Williams. be looking to bring yeah they'll be looking to bring some upgrades you know hopefully relatively soon but as with prior years it looks like it's a pretty slippery car so going to be solid on the you know the same tracks we've seen in the past you yeah. know towards the middle of the season in spa and, and monster in particular where they always tend to do pretty well. Yeah. It's crazy what they, their they, reputation, uh, you know, for historically has done for them because last year at this time, everybody was like, whoa, you know, Williams, like, you know, excited. And now we're already back to, ah, uh, you know, they should be doing better. 
you know, they're, they're just a historical name that you expect to be not outside of the top five teams or, or you know, the storyline that we've been talking about for so long with them. So, yeah, but I think that, yeah, I think that they could be seventh fastest. I think, I think the gap to Alpine is going to be closed more by Alpine than by Williams. Yeah. Because they've gone for a full full philosophy uh, philosophy change this year. So I think they're going to have a really difficult start to the season. They, uh, they have a, yeah, a lot to to kind of figure out with their car because similar to Mercedes, right? They've, they've kind of changed direction. And so things that the team, their competitors were learning about that type of chassis and that type of car last year, having taken the Red Bull approach at the start of last year. Alpine, as well as Mercedes, they've got to take that step. So I, I see some trouble in the, in the opening races. And, uh, yeah, Bruno Fama, he, he's the new guy. He's a little weird. And uh, he yeah. replaced Otmar in the last year. Um, very French. Very French. So, very French. Um, but I think he's sort of steadying the ship there in terms of the people because I don't know if you've seen that episode of Drive to Survive yet, but it, it was not a happy place to be, it seems, that team. No. And I mean, it's a pattern with Alcon. Uh, it seems like the first season, the first season he's with a teammate, everything is okay. And then the second season comes around and he starts crashing into his teammates and not taking any credit for those crashes and pissing them all off. So that's what I'm expecting for them this year. <laughs> and Ocon to get a, pe- a penalty in every race. <laughs> <It's> yeah. just, <laughs> the guy just attracts penalties, yeah. speeding in the pit lane or... Uh... I don't know. Poor driving, but I mean, you guys probably haven't gotten to that episode yet in Drive to Survive, but they really go in on the whole Ocon Pierre relationship more than it seems I'd seen from like any reporting that happened when the signing happened. It was a uh, hmm. got pretty in depth. It was pretty interesting. I mean, do, do they, they? I don't even know. Do they get on? Well, I mean, it's the sort of the all French team, right? So, does that bring them together, or does that? produce a lot more, a lot more <laughs> well, they've, got, they've got a lot of history they've got a lot of history yeah. they were friends when they were kids but something happened in like a european final race or something and yeah won but got disqualified for something I, I don't quite know what the full story is right and ever since then they've never been friends again very strange but and and another team that's kind of in limbo right like no shot at Top five, way yeah. ahead of the like, just kind of sitting there. They did at least get two podiums last year. They're like, they're the. Yeah. F- we're talking about the first team now that actually stood on one of the yes. steps at the end of a race twice. That's right. But, and, the yeah. two, and the two drivers, they're, they're kind of almost identical to me. Like I don't differentiate yeah. between them. I think they both yeah. scored almost identical number of points last season. Yeah. They crashed into um, each other the same number of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely similarly aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Here, probably a bit more likable. Um, right. Yeah. But I guess when your goal, is, like, so their goal is to beat Lance Stroll. Is that what they're hoping to do? <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't sound that of a lofty, like, what are we going to do this? We're going to beat Lance Stroll, guys. We can do it. Like, oh. That's great. That, that's what we're talking about? Oh, shit. 
Could they go down, do you think? Alpine? I think they're more likely to, yeah, Williams is more likely to close on Alpine than Alpine is to, you know, uh, overtake Aston Martin, right? They're not going to, I mean, Aston ended up finishing just above them, but obviously they had a much stronger start to the season and ended up sliding down. And they only had one drive. Well, you know, just like Williams. Yeah. But yeah, Alpine are like firmly, you know, in that spot. There's a big gap there between Williams and Alpine. And then there's another big gap between Alpine and Aston. They're they're really in no man's land right there. Yeah, It is crazy. The points gap, because the time gap for, you know, the the mid pack was crazy close. So the way people are talking about RB, you know, it's preseason testing, so who knows? But the way people are talking right now, you know, potentially RB takes a step up above Alpine and Williams, right? Yeah. And sends yeah, them both cool. down one slot. But they yeah, said I mean, that about Alpine at testing last year because they were all ramped up and doing all these fast times during testing last year, and then they sucked coming out the gates and couldn't do anything. Yeah, it's going to be one. It's going to be where it's going to be a development race. You can, however, things start now. As soon as one team brings an upgrade that gives them a tenth of a second, then they'll leapfrog at least one competitor team who then bring in some parts that a race or two later and then nose ahead. You know, to yeah. Mark's point exactly, it's so tight. It's like a tenth of a second is the difference between like four teams, maybe five teams right now, particularly at the back yeah. behind the Astons. Yeah. Well, Moving into the top five teams, Aston Martin. So Alonso's back. I think this is the last year on his contract. And of course, Lance is back. I mean, as long as as his dad dad owns the team, team. he's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Do we see? I mean, they they started out great last year and then faded towards the end of the year. What are we thinking for, for this season? I hope I'm hopeful that they don't continue the slide. That's that's all I can hope, right? That they somehow find that pace that they had at the beginning of the season compared to others and can be, you know, uh, relevant. Um, you know, at the start of last season, we thought, oh, maybe you know, Alonso could t- could get a win or you know, stroll on the podium. It didn't it didn't work out. They did they did get eight podiums, but um, yeah, strong start, and it just sort those of were in the first seven races, right? Right. I, mean, yeah. I think in terms of what we've been seeing in testing, no red flags, but it, you know, it wasn't the eye-catching 2023 test, right, where they were saying, yeah. "Ooh, Mikey Aston have shown up," and uh, you know, I think it's they're going to be part of a, you know, them and McLaren, you know, slightly off the top three, but I think that again, it's going to be. A development war in in all in all fronts, right? Or wherever you are on the yeah. grid. Aston Aston last year reminded me very much of uh, Jensen Button's World Championship year when he had an amazing testing. You know, the whole double diffuser with Braun. Uh, you know, started just winning races right at the gate. Obviously, Aston didn't win races, but gathering all these points at the start of the season and then just sort of hung on for dear life and. You know, for Jensen Button, he managed to cling on to the championship. Aston, uh, it didn't go quite so well, but yeah, uh, I didn't I, start I didn't quite as well. But it, but it, yeah, it, it does it does draw some parallels. Yeah, it's, exactly. It didn't start as well, but they got all their points at the beginning and faded off. Where are they going to? Have they made a massive leap in development? And can they? Well, challenge I think the these guys that they had last year was that they took they they 
there were some developments that they thought would move the car on, but it seemed to conflict with other parts of the car, and then they couldn't figure yeah. out what they put on that they needed to take off. Yeah, yeah, there was that one critical part of the season where they admitted, right? I think they even literally admitted that they just went the wrong direction eventually. Um, but you know, we're like. So Williams took a pretty big step last year. Aston took a huge step and then faltered. McLaren did the same thing. So this is the cool thing about Formula One now that we've gotten to a point where you can see these big pops up or down, depending on how the development goes, which if you're a real Formula One fan, that's really what it's about, right? The development of the car throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely. And then you said McLaren right above them, like maybe they could they could be just out of reach of the top three i don't necessarily necessarily believe that they'll be outside the <laughs> oh, top come on jason three. put on your rose tinted glasses tell us <laughs> tell us how the season's <laughs> going to go for mclaren you know you you've put us ferrari fans through the ringer already <laughs> give us some bold predictions for mclaren season i think we'll be above ferrari at the end of the season there you go yeah there you go that's maybe not, that's maybe even crazy. ahead of mercedes too um i okay, could see them all right Right in second place. Calm down. We're not all on cocaine, Jason. Over here. <laughs> ahead of Mercedes. I can't help it. It's the Philly in me. I just got to shoot for the moon and hope for the best. You know. <laughs> I I don't I don't dislike the Ferrari call. Unfortunately, even as a Ferrari fan, like I just don't know how this Hamilton news is going to unsettle things. You know, Carlos. Yeah. What's his motivation? You know, he's he's motivated to find another drive, so he right. wants to do well. You know, Leclerc needs to improve the car. So does that bring them forward or does it destabilize the team? Can McLaren capitalize? I mean, Oscar and Lando seem to be working really well together. Yeah. You know, Oscar had a great first season in Formula One. Yeah. You know, won a sprint race, which gets lost in the the mix. You know, what was that? He he was pole and won the sprint race. That's right. Yep. Um, so, you know, more of the same from them. So I think they definitely can threaten the top the top three, but Maybe they can overtake Mercedes too. I mean, it was so close between Ferrari and Mercedes. If you can overtake Ferrari, why not Mercedes, Jason? Yeah. I'm just making fun of you. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I saw Lando say we, we're a very long way back on Red Bull and and long way behind Ferrari. So I think that's where they kind of see themselves at the start of the season. Obviously, benchmarking on the start of last season, they're miles, miles better than they were then. Right. Yeah, I think they've still, you know. But they're a team that can develop through the season, and they they proved it last year. So yeah. while it looks like they've you know they had a few issues on the car during testing, they, I think they came second, uh, well second fewest laps covered, uh, other than Williams, right? But so that kind of curtailed some of their running. But it was that's right. They had a nightmare start to last season, right? Yeah. They had it awful. They started with like a B spec car, yeah. yeah. And and they and you know all credit to them that they stuck to their plan and to Zach Brown to you know be patient, bring in the upgrades and improve the car steadily throughout the year and get some you know serious results. So yeah. I don't think I mean people are talking about Ferrari being closer to Red Bull this year than Mercedes. So McLaren above Mercedes isn't isn't crazy, but could they get could they get into second? Oof, that would be amazing. Yeah, and I, mean, I think Lando will get a win this season. Wow, now that's a bold prediction. I like that one. Yeah. Just predicting anybody than Max to get a win is a bold right. prediction at this point. Right. 
It, it is exciting to just like anticipate McLaren's next upgrade and to yeah. see like, can they keep doing it? Cause they did it what twice, I think last year. I mean, there was yeah. that one moment they just exploded, but then they did it again. So it will be cool to just see when they bring their packages and, and you know, what happens to their car, I, you know, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, it's a coin toss. It feels like at this point going into the season, they're all have some strengths. They've all got some weaknesses, track specific, um, temperature specific and, and all these different things. So, you know, it's going to be a fun, fun year for the top teams. Well, minus Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's another tier. We have this is this, we're still in tier two. We haven't got to tier one yet. Um, but yeah, Ferrari. Obviously, we don't need to go into it again. But they have big expectations for next season. Um, do you think that's going to affect their morale in the year? How do you think Carlos is going to be able to handle a season, knowing that unlike Lewis, Lewis made the decision. Carlos did not have a choice in the decision. He's getting kicked out and has to sit there for a full season. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, really and he's basically, he's going to go out and prove to them that they let the wrong driver go. That's going to be his motivation this year. He, he just wants to go out there and, and, you know, like last year, actually when it comes time to race, be the guy that gets the win, gets the wins if we can. And, uh, and beat Charles. That's his. That's his objective. Yeah, beat your beat your teammate is yeah every driver's objective, but even more so when they've chosen him over you. Very clearly, yeah. so we're both up for contract, and they they you know they announced Charles's contract, and he's like, well, what about Carlos's contract? And yeah, obviously, it, people thought, oh, it's just it's a matter of time because who else is going to be in that seat? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Carlos two years ago had a terrible start to the season. He didn't help Leclerc at all. Last season, he was, you know, much improved. Yeah. Um, and obviously got the race win um, in Singapore. You know, only other, you know, driver outside of the Red Bull team to get a win, which was huge. Um, showed a lot of good race craft. I mean, some of those races with him and Lando Norris, like working together to hold off uh, the charging Mercedes and stuff like that, made some for some great races. So, you know, Carlos is 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 right there. So I think they've got two great drivers. I, I think you're right. Carlos has got to prove himself, show them that they made a bad choice. And uh, the the word on the street is that Ferrari is the closest team to Red Bull, or, or yeah. is the best of the rest at least. So, is that all we yeah. can hope for, Mark? Can we hope for more than that? Dare we? I mean, obviously to catch Red Bull at this point, tough ask. Uh, I'm not worried about Carlos, this being his last year, his work ethic, his character. He seems to be the type of guy, like you guys are saying, that he's just going to fight no matter what his situation is. He's he's a grinder. He's just going to put the work in and, and do whatever he can. Um, so I think we're good there. Uh, the car, I don't know. I, um, I'm sure they made an upgrade, but everybody did. and. It's, you know, like I said before, I think Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, it's just going to be a battle that they're going to be kind of eating each other at yeah. allowing somebody to really step up to Red Bull. Yeah. So it's going to be tough for somebody to step out to make any crack at, you know, that even becoming a real hope, I think. Um, yeah. I, th I I know that I was listening to Peter. Oh, my goodness. His last name. Windsor. Windsor. Yeah. And uh, he had somebody on talking about 
the Ferrari rear suspension that they're the only top team that has stuck with their rear suspension package versus McLaren, Mercedes, and Red Bull. Um, and, you know, tire deg has been a major issue for Ferrari. And I just wonder, is that like, does that somehow con- contribute to their situation with tire wear? And why have they not tried to make that switch? You know, th- that was a bit of a topic that Peter was talking about. So a little concerned mechanically of, you know, what the car is going to be able to do, even though I'm sure they took a step forward. But yeah, yeah I mean, we'll see. Predictability and stability was like their number one target for the for this season over last right a lot of their deck was because they they were sliding on different parts of the track where they needed it to be more sort of stable through through the corners so hopefully they've done that word on the street if they've they've taken a step forward on that you know sacrificing their one lap pace for a better race pace because how many times did we see it last year that a ferrari would actually you know in, in Charles's hands, get on on the pole position, but then inevitably they'd fall into the clutches of the Red Bulls during the course of the race. So mm-hmm. I think mean, seeing them topping the timesheet, albeit on the C4 tire, which isn't actually a race tire for next weekend, um, and it was worth probably I think 0.5 or 0.6 of a second over the C3. Seeing them up there, even albeit at the top on the on the softer tire, shows that they. They do still have some pace, but they're still probably about 0.4 of a second behind the Red Bull. Yeah. And, you know, let's not forget, they they made very clear progress on the tire wear throughout last season. You know, like it was a major issue at the beginning of the season. And at the, the tail end of the season, we didn't talk about it so much aside from a few races, but it became a, a bit of an afterthought. So they made progress. You know, how much? Because Red Bull, I mean, Red Bull just could, Max could drive the car forever on the tires. Yeah. So, yeah, tough, tough uh, hill to climb. The Ferrari, I think, is the coolest looking car this year, though. I think they, uh, I like all the little accents they did on the sides. I think it looks pretty dope. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. All right. Now we move into the Mercedes team. Um, so George Russell looks like their their future now. Right. Um, with. Lewis leaving, although, you know, there's a lot of speculation, obviously, behind who's going to be in that seat. Um, I'm honestly kind of surprised they didn't do a straight up driver swap when everything was announced. I had heard some they always always would do that. No, but they'd always want Lewis to carry on for this season anyway. Uh, But it does, you know, it does raise the question of, well, Carlos is a great driver. Where, Where does he land? And who... If you think if you think well, Carlos's seat that he wants more than well, the one he can't have because he's been kicked out of it is Mercedes, right? The Red Bull, there's too many drivers for the seats that they have, and you know McLaren are locked in, so Carlos is going to be clamoring for that seat. Similarly, though, I think you know is Fernando going to try and make a play for the seat in the Mercedes does he think that it's a better one season shot for 2025 than the Aston to get wins or try for a title I don't know but they're they're the two two bigger names that are really being linked with that one I'd like to see Albon take the seat personally Uh, 
but we'll see how that shakes out. And it's going to be an interesting August sort of time because that's usually when things start moving around in the driver market. But we've got lots of races to enjoy between now and then. Yeah. I keep uh, hearing people say that they just don't see how Fernando actually gets into that seat, which does seem like a head scratcher. I mean, he's yeah, it, still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> Clearly has it. I don't know. I, you know, it is a big question mark, I guess, for who who's going to go into that seat. Do we get some new drivers? I, I don't yeah. think so. I guess. Yeah, they I mean, did too. How, I mean, yeah. Mercedes junior driver is Kimi Antonelli. He he's not even driven a race in F two yet. Um, so even if he blows F two away and wins it in his first season, I wouldn't see him going in to a Mercedes works car. They they'd want to put him somewhere else for a season and do like they did with Jordan. So if he is blowing the world away, do they go with someone like Fernando, knowing that it's just going to be a one-year deal to, to bring the kid in? Um, might be an easier sort of process for the for Mercedes management over bringing in, say, um, Albon, who's a younger guy as well, who's wants kind of more of a long-term deal, similarly with Carlos, right? So I think that watching how Antonelli performs in F2 will be a leader to sort of say how they which way they go in the direct in the direction for the 2025 lineup isn't uh i thought isn't mick schumacher at mercedes as well <laughs> Is, isn't he there i was gonna say that as a joke martin <laughs> <laughs> he's at alpine now oh is he alpine's uh oh, endurance he's racing there. team Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Okay. Nah. Fair enough. He might still be a Mercedes reserve driver. Got the right, he's still got the right name, and Mercedes is still the German car company last time I checked. He's got the right last name. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I think that Mercedes, out of those three that are below Red Bull, have the best chance of like going down to being the last of those three. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they've they've changed the direction of their car, right? They they went with the zero pod car again last year because of the results that they got at the end of the season before with that win in Brazil. It was, I mean, it, it's almost like they shouldn't have won that because then maybe they've changed them, you know, moved on yeah. from that that philosophy and concept last season. But they stuck with it and they realized it was wrong, or they think they've realized it's wrong. Maybe Red Bull <laughs> argue with them. But I think right. one thing that is that both drivers have, drivers have said is it feels, you know, they've got more confidence in it. It feels more consistent than the other car. Um, so they say it's better. Are they allowing Lewis to develop the car this year? I assume not. That's right. Yeah, I, I mean, they'll 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 exclude him from some things right but yeah. whatever's on the car they'll they'll ask him how he you know how to make yeah. it better yeah i mean i think unfortunately i think silly season starts now you said it doesn't usually start till august but knowing yeah. that that seat is open and that's all that, that's all anybody's going to be talking about when anybody has a little slight dip or shows some improvement oh maybe that could be the next mercedes driver right. that's yeah. what they could be targeting it's the so clip. when joe starts getting podiums yeah there you go yeah <laughs> oh we could be looking you know That'd be amazing Toto, if you see toto wolf on his cell phone Ooh. you know outside the pit i was gonna say i i'd like i'd, I'd like uh i want to land in that seat i think after 
the way he's matured off the back of the Red Bull situation, the talent that got him into the Red Bull car is there. We've seen it in yeah. the underperforming Williams. He's outperformed that car. And so I think if you want to really stretch George, because I think you know they're all part of the same generation that came up together, put them both in the car and see how you go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I, I see. Yeah, Albon getting it. I mean, I'm talking about existing drivers in Formula One, not anybody that's outside looking in. But Albon's uh, a better better shot than either of the French drivers, or you know, Yuki and Botas isn't going back. I don't think so. Yeah. And then is there Albon a world there. where Carlos doesn't get a seat? Yeah. Right. That's scary. It wouldn't be right. No, it would not, but I could see it happen. He could end up at Williams or something. Ugh. Oof. Oof. Yeah, big oof. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it gets real tight at this point. Yeah, and there's so many young drivers in the wings. I mean, we've got two F2 champions. Champions, The two most recent F2 champions are not in seats right now. So Felipe Drogovic and Teo Pocher are both not in seats which is crazy so and there's also liam lawson yeah i mean I think a lot of guys lawson ali bearman yeah. yeah there's a lot of talent on on trying to get in and then you can look at some of the guys like like we're talking about you know how long's bottas gonna stick around is he worth the you know the the eight figure number that you need to write for him over Someone who's coming in who's substantially cheaper and used the budget on the car. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, but Carlos is definitely not one of the drivers that I think should be on the outside looking in. No, same with Danny Rick, right? It's the, the guys are seriously good, but we just see what, see what lands. Yeah. Well, we've got one more team to talk about Red Bull Racing. I mean, we're expecting the same as last year i guess i mean it's hard to imagine they can only get worse right they can only get worse <laughs> i hope oh. <laughs> they could win 22 races <laughs> yeah, can only get worse no they could win all the points like one two yeah. every race <laughs> one two qualifying all right. fastest laps they could still improve <laughs> yeah i mean from the podcasts that i listen to and the stuff that if i ever get a chance to read i read Red Bull's probably further ahead this year than they were last year. Ooh, I think geez. people think that the, you know, after there was a, they had a, a, a run at the start of day one and then just kind of turned the engine down for the rest of the tests to stay just behind or just on par with some of those front runners. But I think that, I think that the, the timesheets on the testing belies the true facts and the, you know, at least for the first three, four races. Max is just going to disappear into the sunset like he did for most races last year. I, wow. I like that the media story is, you know, to the moon with Red Bull. You know, it only puts all the expectations and pressure on them to hopefully live up to that. And when things start to falter, when, maybe. Uh, when they start to falter, I like it, Mark. Maybe. Like it when. <laughs> Well, I mean, what? I know there was like some gremlins in the car when Sergio got in during testing. They've got a new concept, you know. 
who knows but did, yeah, yeah i mean they're gonna win most likely didn't so. max didn't max drive like two full grand prix effectively in like the first yeah. day of testing and like, they said know, it looked yeah. like he was driving with his pinkies no issues yeah it's <laughs> very still extremely like kind to its tires um yeah and no, what, what can red bull do they can only beat they can only beat the other teams right they can't you, know, you can't beat them twice, right? <laughs> you can't beat them twice. Yeah, I mean, you can try and lap them all, I guess, or something. You know, set your own don't, goals. Don't, but... even, don't start. Can you imagine? Yeah. You can only hope that Checo can put up some sort of fight where they can take each other out and have other guys come up and, and get wins because of Like uh, a Hamilton and uh, Nick... Uh, yeah, Nico Rosberg. Nico Rosberg, yeah. Or yeah. Hamilton and Fernando Alonso. Yeah, fighting each other, but I don't see that happening. No. Yeah. Well, I'm, there is the Christian Horner story that could blow things up, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Somewhere. Like, we have no news. No news. About any of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they said smoke, would, they, they were hoping some people, well, they were hoping there would be some news before the season, the first race. I don't know. Well, it's, uh, it's one of those situations that's just... It's not. It's nothing to do with Formula One. It's just to do with the internal things that happen within one of the teams. And so it's like everyone's mm-hmm. wanting it on the on the F one timetable, but it's just like they've got to do stuff. Right. So you know, it needs yeah. to happen before the season starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with the season. <laughs> but if there's turmoil and there's people who haven't got their eyes on the prize, it could mean lack of preparedness. Yeah opportunities we can hope <laughs> we can hope i mean it does seem like max would just take the team on his back and win it anyway without any blinking an eye even if Warner yeah. wasn't there or whoever wasn't there you know what they're is, dominant we are does witnessing... helmet take over hmm. well I, there are there have been sort of murmurings that this is the work of the red bull mothership you know the drinks company trying to exert more authority over the, the racing operation now that Matt right. isn't there to protect them anymore. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, but it's, and, and also like hearing stuff that like Jos Verstappen is kind of fallen out with Horner. And it's like, I don't believe any of that because it's like, yeah. why would you mess with such dominance? Yeah, so exactly. It's like, yeah, all this stuff's coming through, and it's like, well, how much is it just people stirring the pot? Because if you're in a team that's winning everything, don't rock that boat. Just keep winning. That's every team. We're on to Bahrain next week. I guess they're just they're just hanging out there for a week. I don't know. Do they travel back and forth between the between the testing and the race weekend? Sure, some no people idea. will. There's going to be some people that are going to going to be flying flying out with bits in their luggage, you know, little winglets. Yeah, right. Full on front wings. I mean, who, I mean, who's going to win the? Who, I mean, who's going to win in Bahrain and who's going to win the World Championship? I guess is it just Max Verstappen? Is anybody going to say anything else but that every single race until we see <laughs> something different? It would be stupid betting wise to pick anybody exactly. else. Yeah. Of course. Uh, how many times did each of you 
not bet for Max Verstappen in in Coupes F1 last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think only the last week because <laughs> I wanted to get into first place, so I had to do something. Right, crazy. only because you had to. And you threw yeah. it, and you threw it all away. Yeah, yeah I but, did. Yeah, I think uh, my Coupes F1 picks for this coming one will will start with Verstappen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like everybody's mentality was you had to put Max there because you couldn't risk him winning and you not getting the point. Like you had yeah. to. So one thing, one thing that uh, in Coops F1 last season, one thing that I, I don't know if you noticed, but the, uh, I put in the consensus picks, I created an account that was the average of everybody's picks. I kind of worked out what the top 10 was and that actually came third overall. Um, so I guess as a group, uh, we're very good at picking the we're a knowledgeable results. Lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the moment for Bahrain, I don't know how many picks are in right now. I'll have to check the exact number, but obviously they've got Max first, but Charles is second and Hamilton third. That's your top three. Wow. Um, Lando sixth and then the Alpines rounding out. So basically more of the same from, from last year is what everybody's predicting. Yeah. Uh, so but I don't see the Alpines up there. I mean, Red Bull. Oh, sorry, not Alpine. Sorry, Aston Martin. Sorry, Aston, did I say okay. Alpine? Aston Martin. Yeah, sorry, Aston Martin. Um, Red Bull up front. Ferrari, then Mercedes, about 0.4 of a second back. McLaren, yeah. a tenth slower than them. And Aston, a tenth slower than them. I've got uh, Decarb and Williams next up. And then the last three teams, are like a second off the pace, uh, kicks mm. out Alpine and Haas in that order. Yeah. Max is the favorite to win the championship. His odds are minus six hundred and fifty to win the championship right <laughs> yeah. now. I looked at putting some money on him, but it was just like no absolutely way, yeah. pointless. <laughs> just to win the race, he's minus three thirty. Just to win the first race, like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot could happen. A lot could happen at any given race. A lot could happen. It doesn't seem to happen to him. He's got a lot of luck no. built up. He had one bad weekend in Singapore where nothing came came could work for him, but everything else didn't seem to matter. Yeah, reliability is like it's not even a talking point anymore in F one. Yeah. They all finish. For yeah, the most you only part. get you only get four engines for these. So less engines, more races. What we twenty twenty two races now, twenty three races, twenty four, yeah. I don't know. And you only get four engines for the whole year. So yeah. um yeah, yeah they hopefully, don't Ferrari, so hopefully Leclerc's Ferrari doesn't blow up in engine doesn't yes. blow up in Bahrain like it yeah. did last year. They don't right. run it they don't yeah. run it nearly on the edge on the edge like they like they used to. And a and a quick heads up that the race weekend is that everything's a day earlier this this weekend and yeah. the following weekend in Saudi Arabia. So qualifying Friday, race Saturday. So if you get, get up on in. Huh? Get your picks in. Get your picks in and yeah, set your alarm clocks because uh, yeah, don't get yeah. up Saturday morning expecting to see qualifying because they're going to be racing. He has to give up the corner. I had to What is wrong with these people? Thanks for listening to the Undercuts preview of the 2024 F1 season. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen, and we'll see you next week for the Bahrain Grand Prix.